We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I know it's the Champions League, Andrew. But do you take Ronaldo? Yes. It's the Champions League. Because he's a selfish prick. Yes. Right. For that reason. Like, they're up 3-0. And he's still going to play... 90, 90 minutes, minutes he's take still nine try shots. To score. Yes, yes, right. yes. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit RotoWire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by Starting Eleven. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of RotoWire, joined on this Monday by Jordan Cooper to discuss whatever happened this past weekend and preview Champions League a little bit. Jordan, I am very, very sorry you did not win King of the Pitch. It, it's all it's all uh, Tom Carroll's fault, uh, or or David De Gea. Some some people have, have have like tweeted at me about like, oh, if you would have changed X to Y. And it, n- not, there's nothing I could have done that would have made a better lineup because anyone that I would have replaced would have not been in that lineup. Like, it doesn't correlate to each other. Like, all the people that I considered, my entire player pool, like, this would have been the best lineup that I could have made because I made nine lineups because I was in other contests. Just so happens that this one was a king of the pitch lineup. Uh, but, like... I had other people in my player pool, but they wouldn't have gone together in this way to generate that score. Right. That, right. That, 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 that's the whole point. Like, I, I can't second-guess myself. If you told me beforehand that this lineup would come in second and that De Gea would give up two goals immediately and me still get second, because at, that, at the point that the late game started, I was in third. So, to me, I was, you know, more happy to get the extra points to get into second because that's a difference of five thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, which isn't a isn't a, a difference you see much in soccer. <laughs> right. Um, the the only one that you mentioned um, on Saturday, and for those who were not following along, uh, Jordan's lineup was Andrus Townsend and Jamie Vardy in the forward spots, uh, Christian Eriksen and Ryan Fraser in midfield, Ben Chilwell, Jose Olabas in defense. David De Gea in goal, and Tom Carroll in the utility. The one you did kind of casually mention was John Joe Shelby, who I believe fit in the Carroll spot, no? Yep, yep, Carroll, Pugh. Yep. I mean, you're leaving money on the table there, but I could go up from Chilwell. I could go up from Chilwell to Aurier or Rose, because I did play Rose in cash. Yep. 
I mean, I could have done that. The, the, the thing is, is that all, all the people that I considered in sub-4K range, the, the people like were Pew, were Carol, were Pereira, and were Shelby. <laughs> okay? So, like, the, the two guys, I mean, every, everyone would have been better than Tom Carroll, but I would right. have left money on the table. But take a look at that lineup. Like, let's say I say, okay, if I put Pew and I get his six and a half points, I win and I leave... 800 on the table and I move up from Chilwell to Rose and that's about the same you you lose uh, you know instead of 9.25 you get 7.75 you would have won okay okay I get but then I'm playing Pew and Frazier again I was just about to say that yep right and then you go well how about well Pereira well then I'm playing Pereira and Holbus together and they're not really a goal assist combo no thing (laughs) right like that they're not correlative other than Holobus's clean sheet, but you're not playing Holobus for a clean sheet. You're playing him for a million crosses. Right. And then you look and go, Shelby. It's like, well, I'm playing Chilwell-Vardy correlation for the Leicester goal, and then Chilwell's three-point clean sheet upside. So, John Joe, if you're playing a GPP, you're playing for more up. I'm not playing for four points. I'm looking for an assist or a goal. So, like, there's no—that's why I looked at this, and I go, this, if I don't have Tom Carroll there— like, then I don't have Vardy in. Right. Then if I'm making all those moves, I'm having another lineup that I have that scored 87 points. <laughs> right. Right? This one scored 116. So it's like, because I could have correlated because I had Frazier and Callum Wilson. So now I put Callum Wilson in instead of Jamie Vardy, and then I change Tom Carroll to John Joe Shelby, and I still lose. Right. Right. I have less points because I don't have Vardy's goal, and I have Callum Wilson's five and a half points. So that's why I look... I, to me, there's no second guessing here. Of well, I mean, I played Carroll. I got, I took the risk of playing 4K Carroll. Uh, he got two and a half points, which isn't like the end of the world for 4K. Uh, it just so happened that all the other pivots that I considered did better. Right, right. I think you made that point too. Basically, everyone Pereira had scored and Shelby scored, and you're like everyone I considered that <laughs> I didn't play has scored a goal now. Right, but <clears throat> but it was a pretty good lineup. Well done on that. Well done. I mean, it was it wasn't that far off from my cash lineup, and it yeah. was kind of like what I kind of just said what I was going to do on Thursday. Because if you take a look at the ownership percentages, I talked a lot about in a hundred man contest, you don't have to go ridiculously off the board. Yeah, I mean, right. David De Gea was fifty percent owned in the King of the Pitch. Holobus was forty two percent owned. Erickson was forty nine percent owned. Frazier was twenty eight. Townsend was twenty seven. I differentiated. I mean, Tom Carroll was 5%, but my main differentiation was 8% Vardy and 7% Chilwell. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just basically, instead of playing Mares or Gross or another in the forward spot, and obviously fading Kane, or not going all the way down to from Chilwell to like a Loton or something, like I'm just taking, I'm taking Vardy. He either scores or he doesn't. I mean... He's either going to get you two points or he could get you he could get you a hat trick. Right. I'm going to go for it. And then I'm going to try to, let's see, you know, can it be a Chilwell the Vardy goal? And, I mean, Chilwell put up nine points and without a clean, I mean, they lost. Yeah. But he had nine crosses and a foul draw. I mean, he, he did fine for for his 4,900 salary. I mean, Holobus, truthfully, you didn't need him. I mean, he did, I mean, he cro- 15 crosses, but, I mean, 13 and three quarters points. But you paid sixty six hundred for him. Yeah, like you, you didn't need him. I mean, he was the highest value defender, but I mean, you, I don't think you needed him. Having Frazier helps not having Holodus. What are you saying? What do you, as far as I, I don't like? I think if you, I think you needed Holobus if you didn't have Frazier. Right, that's correct. Yeah, or, or, and you needed Erickson no matter what. Yes. So that was that was the king of the pitch, and uh, as expected, uh, Sarah Mc wins. Yep, <laughs> we're all just playing but, catch up, right? He, I, 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 I've always said I think he's the best GPP player in mm-hmm. soccer, and his, his lineup, his his winning lineup, who he had to sweat the late game because I had so many people had to hey he didn't right. I mean, his winning lineup. Was uh, Pascal Gross twenty two percent owned? Wilfred Zaha twenty three percent. Brian Fraser, Roberto Pereira two percent. Lewis Dunk, Danny Rose, Hugo Lloris, and Christian Eriksen. 
So pretty much he took a Tottenham, but a lot more on the defensive side. Punted with the center with Lewis Dunk. I mean, he kind of did like a lot of top heavy. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised Zaha was 23% in the game. I was a little pitch. surprised at that too. Right. But really, it's the Pereira goal. Yes. The 2%, 19.75. And you don't need that. You don't care about the dunk three. And you have you have the Ericsson and you Zaha got nineteen and a half. I mean, there's no there's no outliers here. Like the lineups were similar. I mean, he paid up for Larice and got the same points as as De Gea got. Right. Eventually got. I mean, that I thought I was dead. Not dead. I mean, I would have came in third place. But I mean, I'm looking. You know, he gives up two goals and then United comes back and wins three to two. Crazy. So you get the five, you get the the saves. So and the, the win, the win is what, yeah, right. Yeah, the highest scoring um, lineup with Harry Kane finished thirteenth, and I'm guessing it was a little higher after his hair goal that was then turned into a non-goal. Right. Um, it was my my most most uh, successful fade Kane. I I'm even now, Andrew. Yeah, and all the time, all all, all the Sundays there I it is. Kane had lost. Like now, now I mean now I've broken even. Yep, your giant check made you made you even on Harry Kane. Right. <laughs> I was considering. I was I was seriously considering playing Kane in cash. I did play cash. I think I still play normally, uh, and I chose not to only because I was purposely fading Kane in GPP. Right. So you didn't want him to go off in your cash lineup and then get destroyed in GPP. That makes sense. Or, or, or either or. I mean, right, it right. may not have mattered. I mean, Kane could still put up 18 points for 11-6, and it doesn't matter whether or not you have him or not. I mean, I knew he was going to be high-owned that in the king of the pitch, in the hunt, in the hundred man, like, I'm fading him. Like, if he's going to be 40% owned, like, well, like, what did he end up being owned? He's in the 13th place line? 40. He was 40% yeah. owned. Right. I, I'm going to fade a 40% owned 11-6 uh, guy that needs – a goal to make value at least I'm going to fade him every time in, in a GPP of only a hundred people. Right. Erickson is hard. It's, Erickson is harder to fade in my opinion. Erickson doesn't come close to making value without the goals though. True. But I'm just saying that Erickson, I'm, li- I'm a lot more confident that worst case scenario, he's still going to have double digit points. I'm not going to get killed. I'm not going to get killed by him by fading him, but I'm not going to get, I'm, but I'm going to get points. If I'm, yeah. taught, I'm, I'm, I mean, I could have gone, let me fade Tottenham completely, but that's not a 100-man GPP strategy. Yes. That's a large field GPP strategy. So it's like, if I'm going to fade Kane, that means I'm going to go hard on Erickson and play some uh, Deli Ali and play both the fullbacks. You know, Rose and Orion, maybe some together, maybe not, or whatever, and do that. If I'm going to fade Kane and I still think Tottenham's going to win 3 nothing or something. Right, right. Just I didn't think I I forty percent Kane in, in GPP especially for King of the Pitch, it's like I'll, I'll I'll fade this and then but then like I'm also playing a ton, a ton of volume in cash so unless there, there's such an obvious cash construction that involves Kane, if there's one that doesn't involve Kane, I'll just use that one even if I look at it and go, eh, it's about equal or whatever or I know I'm overpaying a little for you know I'm paying efficiently for some people, and just go, like, I, I hope Kane doesn't kill me. And the only way I look at my lineup and I go, if Kane can only kill me with 20-plus points at his price. Yeah. So even even if that even even if that goal counted and he was credited to him, I still would have gotten the Ericsson assist. I was still would have been fine in cash, even though Kane was, like, 60% owned in cash. With his two-and-a-quarter point. <clears throat> um, before we jump into our cash lineups, a quick message from one of our sponsors. Hey there, fantasy players. We've got some news for you. Starting 11 is out with a fresh new version of its daily fantasy soccer app, and it's time to get in on the action. Now in starting 11, you can challenge players from across the world for cash and head-to-heads, 50-50s, and winner-take-all Premier League contests. Download now on iOS and Android at www.starting11.io. That's starting11.io. Remember, on Starting 11, you build an 11-player roster free from any salary cap restrictions. And best of all, instead of seeing injuries, substitutions, or poor performance ruin your chance at cashing in, Starting 11 lets you make up to three substitutions to your fantasy squad during live play, just like a real manager. So if one of your players is having an off day, you can get him off the pitch. And if a player you don't have is terrorizing the defense, you can get him in your lineup. Head over to Starting11.io now to download on your iPhone or Android device. I played Kane in cash. Um, 
Of course you did. Of course you did. I also I played I, Erickson. I always tell tell with the, the tone in your voice. Yeah. I, I also played Erickson. Um a lot of people did that. I mean, yeah. it's not like you were you were crazy. No. Um I finished a quarter point out in every double up that I didn't cash in. I finished a quarter point out. And I had a negative 0.5 from Enkudu. If I had taken you Anyone. Instead of Nkudu, I would have cashed everywhere. If you would, right, if you would have taken an injured player, yep, that put up zero. Yep, all I needed was a zero, right, and minus point five. Knock. I, I, my sheet is just littered with elevens, <laughs> just of eleventh place finishes. Ugh. Um. Yeah, I played Kane, Rondon. Erickson and Kudu. Oh God! You played Kane and Rondon I did. cash I did. together. I did. Oh, that, that's that's now 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 I don't have any sympathy for you. I mean, <laughs> Rondon put up a De Gea and Pew. Uh, Rondon outscored Mares. Gross. Yeah, I know. I just but I saw the assist coming. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. No, no. Rondon was not. It's not bad. I mean, he looked. The first half an hour, you looked like a bad game. He looked player. horrible. Oh, my God. Right. Okay. In so, fairness, without the assist, it was a horrific game. Right, but still three points for whatever. I mean, still better than Kane, right? Yes. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, it seemed like you were, yeah, you were dead without Erickson. Erickson was, was easy once I came to my senses about him. It really, it really came down to what you want to do punt-wise. Like, if, once you pay Kane and Erickson, like, that takes that takes you off of, Mara's gross, Ryan Frazier, it takes you off any other 7K person, unless you're not going to play Holobus. Right. But you're going to play Holobus, so it's Holobus, Erickson, Kane. Yep. And then what do you do? I, was, that, now, I was pretty comfortable what, with Pew. Right, I was comfortable with Pew also. The thing that I wasn't comfortable with was Burnley. And yeah. you did exactly what, what I was fearful of on Thursday when we talked about it. It's like, I have Holobus. I have Nkudu. I have Lot. Like, do I? How much of this game do I want? <laughs> right. Yep. That's why I didn't prioritize Nkudu. Yeah. I mean, I didn't prioritize Lot either. It's like I have Holobus. Like, I I care more about Burnmouth and Crystal Palace players if I'm going to play them more so than Watford Burnley. I don't. I care more about the Bournemouth game because that game actually has a total to it. Yeah. The Watford Burnley one doesn't. With Burnley playing away, if Burnley was at home. A little slightly different, but I'm not rushing to throw in in Kudu. It turns out I didn't need to because I didn't need to play a player in that range anyway. But yeah. even for 5,300, I probably would have considered playing both Tottenham fullbacks instead. I actually I played Danny Rose in cash over Loton, and like I paid up a defender in both spots. And I mean Rose was 5,400, so that's paying up enough. Uh, and then playing Carol, I played Carol and Pew together, then play Loton and end up with in Kudu or. Like the 5K level place where I didn't like anyone. I would have tried to got, got, go up to Frazier, if anything. But I couldn't even do that because then I would have to go down to like a center back in defense. Or just not play Mares. I would have to play Townsend instead and then build around that way. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 ca I cash and cash. So, I mean, I, like I, my balanced approach ended up working. Yeah. But, but that's primarily due to the fact that Kane was a big dud. Right. For sure. Um, my, it's not that I was prioritizing in Kudu. Like I prioritized Kane and Erickson in Holobus and I liked playing Pew. Like I was fine playing him. I was hoping that he and Frazier would basically split corners and they didn't. I mean, six and a half from whatever, 31, 3,200 bucks. Like that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Right. Uh, Frazier's game. Like I, I looked at Frazier so long and basically was deciding like, do I want Frazier or or do I want Holobus? And playing Pew, my thought of playing Pew was maybe he takes away from Frazier. And it's like, if I, if I think this guy takes away from Frazier, why am I also playing Frazier? Frazier, what did he finish? 21 crosses or something absurd like yeah. that? 16, wherever it was. It was just like salt in the wound. But like in Kudu, just kind of fit at the end. Like I, I knew he was there. He was in my lineup. Like, I was fine with him. And then when I built the rest, and I was like, oh, and Kudu fits. Great. I'll just plug him in. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of, I need to have this guy in there. Um, Townsend over Rondon would have helped as well. I mean, I played some in Kudu. I mean, I, I don't I, I don't say it was wrong to play him, but 
Frazier looks so much better when you see Jermaine yeah. Defoe in the lineup. Like, it's kind of weird to say. Typically, we're like, oh, a crosser. You don't want Defoe. Like, no, Defoe on the formation is like playing in the 10, but yeah. it's not that type of player. Like, it's not Josh King. Like, if King was in, like, okay, does it change all that much? Not as much as you think, but, I mean, Callum Wilson and, I mean, you take a look at that lineup with that Josh King playing as a 10. Like, it's Ryan Frazier on the ball all the time because right. who else is playing? I mean, you have Lewis Cook. I mean, there's there's no one. Ibe is, on, is not even in the 18. Stanislaus isn't there. Like, Defoe isn't going to be, like, playmaking. And Callum Wilson's a standard, like, number nine. So I'm like, it's going to be Pew and Frazier just sending in crosses because what else can they do with this lineup? But you're right. But I wouldn't probably wouldn't play both of them together. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna weigh one over the other. Right. I mean, I took the guy that was thirty one hundred instead of seventy three or whatever. Right. Frazier was. Just fine. I mean, if you took Inkudu, like you just got. I mean, you got unlucky. I mean, it wasn't a bad pick. I mean, minus a half with the yellow card or whatever. So it's it's not like although I didn't prioritize him, it's not because. Like, I didn't want to play him, just that my construction didn't fit in that zone. And, in fact, if, you know, comparable to Danny Rose, like 53, 5400, I probably would have played Rose above Nkudu as a third defender if I needed to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, especially since I'm not taking Tottenham, not taking Harry Kane. Like, since, like, if I'm not taking Kane, but I still want Tottenham exposure, I'm now prioritizing the Tottenham fullbacks. More so, because you already have. If I'm taking right, because I well right, and I'm not taking Kane, but I still want more Tottenham. Like, who else am I going to take in a cash environment? It's going to be the the fullbacks. It's not going to be Son. It's not going to be Ollie, right? right. It's not going to be anyone else on their team. So that that I mean, that's what I think there. And then uh, you have uh, you know, like John Joe Shelby scoring a goal. <laughs> Luca Millajoy, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. not even a penalty. It was a free kick. Free kick, yeah, still dead ball though. Right. Yeah, he's like Javinko. Well, that's, that's the only Everybody way he scores. Penalty. Yeah, but that's the only way he scores. Right. Right. I think my thought of not paying up for two fullbacks um, hindered me in thinking of playing one of the Tottenham fullbacks as utility instead of in Kudu. Okay, but I mean, now if, that I'm, if you now that I'm really fine. thinking about it. Yeah, but you're all you're already playing Kane and Erickson. That's true. So it's so it, that's it, true. It, you're right. I would. You have done. to play a third one. I mean, you could. I'm. Hey, that that's still fine. But like I, the reasoning for me is specifically because I am fading Kane right. and going. Well, Tottenham's going to win three nothing, just not through Kane. So it's they're going to be going through someone, right? It's going to be an Erickson goal, an Ali goal. Rose is going to get an assist. Orier. I mean, could be any of these things. But I'm not I'm not fading Kane going Tottenham or losing two nothing to Stoke. Right, right, right. But for you, I mean, like, like it was perfectly acceptable. I saw some lineups that just had no Erickson, just had Kane. That's that's perfectly fine if you wanted to do. You go all the production is going to th- go through him because we've seen that happen. Sure. So that's perfectly viable as well. I consider that more of a Sunday strategy, you know, a short slate strategy. Right. Uh, but. Uh, only because you can't fit like on, on slates with two games and Tottenham's on them, and you go Kane, Erickson, and then you you can't take anyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because there's no <laughs> other option. Because there's only one other game going on, and you don't you're not able to go pick and choose some little value options. Like there's not going to be a Mark Pugh or a Roberto Pereira or something in the three K K range. Jack Cork, he scored. Sure did. That's what happens when you make fun of these. That's people. exactly what happens. Right. Big O was making fun of Shelby. He scores. Right. Guaranteed goal. He yeah. said it two days ago. Yep. Right there, you go. Right, because I was, I was, he was, I, I was complaining to him. It's like, oh, Shelby doesn't have a floor. Like, look, he only has a cross. I'm like, well, he does take shots, and then he's like, well, he hasn't scored, and God knows how he had scored one goal in like eight yeah, million minutes, five million like, years. Yeah, right. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm not talking about the shots for goals. I'm just talking about the shots for shots. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying they're good shots, but if he'll take two shots a game, get two tackles, and cross the ball three times. Like for under four K, like I'll I'll, t- I'll take the six and a half points, like that's that's fine. Yeah, Mark Pugh had a John Joe Shelby, good game at least. Right for the three K level, why not? Jack Cork scores a goal. Who cares? He's had n- nothing ownership. Actually, the pl- the play of uh of of the slate 
uh, that was in like no one's lineup would have been the uh, severely underpriced Paul Pogba. Oh. Even you skipped right over Pogba on Thursday. Right, because why would you take anyone in United <laughs> in that game, right? I think if you said United wins 3-2, you still don't take Pogba. Right, of course not. Of course, right. You go Alexis, right? Yeah. Lukaku. Even Lukaku, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. And you take a look at the Man City lineup. When they line it, line it you know, the Aguero and KDB, they didn't start, right? Yep. You went into that late game. I mean, no one had these people. I mean, like, they're, they're, all the, the players in that game, other than De Gea, was significantly under-owned. Sure. I mean, I was looking, at the, even in the king of the pitch. I'm looking, okay, going to the late game, okay, I'm third place, I got De Gea, and I see tons of other people with 90 PMR, and they're all De Gea. They're all De Gea, yep. And you can't, uh, where, where are you pivoting? You can't go up to Ederson, and as a goalkeeper, you can't go zero, you're not going to get anything from it, so you're not going to beat me that way. And then you have to go down like 35, you got that 35 spots until you find someone, you know, with uh, with Sterling and, and uh, Alexis Sanchez. Ibasso. Right. Hey, Sterling could have scored four goals. He could. That that, um, I messaged him on Saturday, and I was like, the strategy I certainly wouldn't have done, but I kind of loved that he did that. It seems like a move that he would do of waiting for this late game. He hit pretty well on the other ones, and yeah, Sterling definitely could have won it for him. Right. It wasn't as uh, 35 points behind me. I was like, this is not, come on, really? You have two guys going? Right. Right? Like, uh, outfield players going? Like, you have to, and my, my, in the, in the Rotowire Slack, even though, like, he, like, he's asking, it's like, if, if you're that far back, what should you do, you know, should look for correlation or whatever? It's like, I, I want you to die. Like, you <laughs> you're like, you take two injured players. <laughs> right. Take two injured players. Why are you asking the guy, you had to beat me? <laughs> right. And then I'm like, in all seriousness, probably if De Gea is is going to be that high owned, you you take two Man City players, right, to leverage because you're going to get an extra two points on every goal that you score because of so many people having De Gea. Sure, it may not win you the whole thing, but at least you move you up points more, which it did. Right, but Although I mean, Alexis, Alexis had he didn't right, yeah. But Sterling could I mean Sterling could have put up a fifty point. He could have, yeah. Right. Hmm. Good effort. Yeah, it was a much better From Evaldo, late not game. So much Sterling. <laughs> yeah, but it was a much better late game than I thought it was going to yeah, be. Well, for the first sure. 30 minutes were boring, but but like not as I said on the podcast, like that game went se- severely underowned. But right to in my mind rightfully so, but other than De Gea, but like yeah, it you took a shot on on some of these guys. I mean, Pogba must must have been in and like the just the main GPP, just like the the normal five dollar whatever corner kick whatever, probably out under two percent owned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It had to have been. I mean, Pereira was two percent owned, and I would have probably played Pereira over Pogba for sure in that slate. It was one of the cheaper ones we've seen of Pogba, but it was still like we we blew right by him on Thursday. Only because he was under... I mean, we didn't blow by. It wasn't an option. That's what I mean. nothing to That's blow I mean. by. There, there wasn't an option. I like the fact that just on, on the, the DraftKings side of it, uh, that that king of the pitch they did this year, like this week. Right, not the last versus, week of the season. Not the last... Uh, so, some, so, hey, some people may li- like it. That on a 10-game slate where all the teams are playing at the same time, on decision day, whatever, the final day of the season, whatever. The problem is, is that... Like, typically, at least seven of the ten games have no implications whatsoever. So, lineups, who knows? Right. And it's a lot of the top out. teams are pretty much locked in, and so they may not even be— you don't even get your top options. Right. Or they play the top options and they come out early. Right, right. Like, it's said there's so much ambiguity, and, in the, like, it's, 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 it's like if you're playing NBA this time. Let's do an NBA live final on, like, the last day of the season. Like, no, you don't do it then. When everyone's resting and no one yeah. cares, like that seems stupid. Yep. So, so I, I, I do like it more, even though, like, you know, the slate could have been bigger, could have been better, whatever. But I, I, I think, I think it's fine, and I think what they're doing with the, the, the king of the cup, whatever mm-hmm. the, whatever thing for the the World Cup, is, uh, I mean, it's a gimmicky format, but, like, how, how else are they going to, make a big, like, event. I mean, it's not a live final or anything, 
around the World Cup when there's not like one that there's no like big slates or anything. Like right. It's not like oh we're gonna have this one on this on quarterfinal weekend. Like it's always gonna be three and four game slates, like the whole time, no matter what. If any or two game slates, there's never gonna be a time where there's like a big amount of teams playing. So and you want it to last kind of the whole way through. Sure. So really, the best way to do it is, and then they made it so that it it, it mimics the World Cup, thirty two qualifiers, and then. Like group stage, and then it's head to heads all the way through, which is yeah. kind of different than most other sports in in DFS. But I mean, like someone joked on Twitter or somewhere, where uh, like, how would you like, you know, the 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 final of the World Cup event being, you know, a showdown one game format? You know, like does doesn't that suck? Like like a one game contest deciding whatever. It's like. By the time you get there, it's head to head. It's not like a hundred people are playing showdown sure. format. It's one. It's one v one. At that point, like second place is a lot of money, also. So, like it's that's fine. I think it's the semis are uh, showdown also. Oh, they are showdown also. Oh, yeah, the semis in the final. Okay. Yeah, but if that's that's the way the days are. Then whatever. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Right, and then it's like, well, do you take a center back for a center back? It's like you're playing one person. Whatever you consider to be the cash lineup in showdown, that's what you should be playing. Right. You're playing against one person. I thought I saw on Twitter that some of the qualifiers will be from other sports. Yeah, well, that's how they do everything. No, no, not satellites into the qualifiers. Actual qualifiers. What? (laughs) Uh, No, I I, I still don't understand what you're saying. I, I believe you can win a spot in the King of the Cup through like an MLB Win. Yes, that's what they do in everything. That that's not n- not normal. That's common. It was my impression that you want a satellite into a qualifier. It doesn't either way. Uh, but the way that you phrased it was that like, oh, we're doing this World Cup contest, and in the round of thirty-two, you're going to play these four other people in your group, and today's contest is baseball. No, 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 no. Sorry, like, like no, that's no, no. how right. To, like I meant, sorry, I meant to to qualify for the King of the Cup. Right, like that, you could qualify in through base. I mean, yes. but you could do that. You could do that in anything. That I always that thought that people, you, you could win satellites into qualifiers to get to the tournament. That you could do that also. Right. I always but, I mean, thought that there, was the way to do it. I it mean, dep- or it just depends on how they want to run qualifiers. It. Right. Well, it depends on how they want. I mean, people could have won king of the pitch tickets in another sport if they ran contests for them. Right. I didn't think they did that. Only because they didn't think there's enough interest to running. You know, a hundred man, seventeen person contest in another sport, it wouldn't fill for soccer. But they could fill like the little, like win the twenty dollar mega qualifier ticket, because they don't mind overlaying on that. Right. That's what. That's I mean. how I win. All, that's how. I, that's how I, look at these World Cup things. I don't know how many tickets I'm going to have for this thing for the twenty dollar whatever kickoff thing, because I'm winning them in other sports. I'm winning golf yeah. or whatever. Like just because, like it doesn't fill the whole way. Like it's it, uh, it they're leaving money on the table, so I'm like I'll play the NBA. It's you know it's like eight man, and you get the whatever, and it's like it's four out of eight with two minutes to go. It's like okay, there you go. It's a five man contest with like three bucks extra EV. And if I win, I win. If I don't, I don't. Whatever, I'll take it. And I'm just accumulating tickets. But if they ran in other, if they ran in NBA or MLB, like a hundred a hundred dollar entry, like seventeen man for a fifteen hundred dollar King of the Pitch ticket. So you get that two two hundred rake or mm-hmm. whatever, like that probably wouldn't fill. Yeah, like for in in another sport, it would fill in soccer because it's soccer people qualifying for a soccer contest. But there, I guess they're figuring for the World Cup, there's a lot more interest that they could run to to get a you know a, a five hundred and thirty dollar entry contest, mm-hmm. you know between ten people in baseball right. or basketball, or at least see if that happens. Because I could guarantee you if I see a you know a baseball or basketball slate where it's like five thirty and ten man and it's like three out of ten with three minutes to go, like I'm playing. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. <laughs> that point, Sorry, I, I right? meant it more for their bigger tournaments, not meaning the these type of kind of gimmicky ones, not necessarily just like the World Cup kickoff or whatever they they're calling this opener. Right. But yeah. So it's a it's an interesting format. I kind of like. I mean, I like that it mimics the 
um, the World Cup itself. The first World qualifier is 520. Is it 520 to get in? Something like yeah. that. That's a little out of my range. Right. I mean, they're like $5,000 seats or something. Right. Something like that. Right. But I mean, what I did, all I'm saying is that they can't do a big, like one big contest. Correct. Yes. Like, like on a Sunday and everyone play like the, the World Cup does, it's just not formatted that way. The, but like the actual sport. Right. That there's going to be a slate of that side. Just like if you take a look at the, like the NBA playoffs, why can't they have like a live final? Because, because the NBA drags the whole thing out so that there's only like three games on a night. Right. Because they want it to go on for two months. There's never, there's not going to be a Sunday where, like, in the first round where everyone plays or something that you can make that big of a slate. Football, you don't have to worry about it. Baseball, right. I mean, you get 10 to 13 game slates all the time. Soccer, soccer, you could have a a Saturday EPL. I mean, you could, there are ways in, in normal soccer, but not in the World Cup, only because... Group it just doesn't work that game way. Slates. Yeah. Right, right. They just they don't all play on one day. Right. They play every day. They, I mean, that's why it's kind of going to be kind of weird to see how popular, you know, these contests are actually going to be, being that the slates will start in the morning. Not heavily early in the morning, but early enough. It's mm-hmm. Pacific time heavily and early in the morning. Yeah. Uh, and in week on weekdays. Yep. Like, we're not... Like, Champions League afternoons, 2.45, I think is much different than, like, it's Monday at 10 a.m. <laughs> Agreed. Right. It's a l- slightly different. And then have that be, like, every day. If you're into it, I think you play a lot. And it's also, you know, the, it's the sport where it's, like, a 10 a.m. slate time. Like, we're talking about th- these game- games are not going to be running, like, simultaneously. They're running consecutively. Right, yeah. So we're talking about... Staggered like, start. Thir- that's right. So it's like 10 a.m. You have to check 9 a.m. lock time, 9 a.m. lineups for a 10 a.m. slate lock. And then you have to check lineups at noon for the 1 p.m. game. Yep. And then check lineups at 4, whatever, however the way, you know, the third game and do that. And it's during your work day. <laughs> right. That's easy enough. Sure. The uh, the noon game or it, it, sorry, it's a. Two o'clock um, kickoff is the last game. So the the games, most of the weekday games, kick off at eight a.m., eleven a.m., and two p.m. And I'm guessing the eight a.m. game occasionally get like it, it all depends on whether they include that game or not. But I thought it's I thought it's four games a day. No, it's three. There's but it's four. I thought they play four. No, games no, no. A day. They play three games. Okay, so it's going to be what eight, like eight, ten, thirty, and it's eight, eleven, and two. Okay, so, so yeah, include the eight a.m. game. One, two game slates, get out exactly. But it's it's an earlier start. It's a a uh, you know it's a five a.m. lock for the West Coast, right? Screw we it. don't care, yeah. We... <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm saying yeah. So it, it, there are three games every day. the The first Saturday has four. But the first one kicks off at 6 a.m., so I'm guessing they skip that. And then most of the rest of the group stage is this 8, 11, and 2. Okay. There goes your work day. Right. Fine with me? Yeah. I believe the last group games, like they are, are four game slates, and those are 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock Eastern locks. Right, because they both have to play at the same Exactly. Time. But we get a full week of two or three game early slates. I can't wait. Yeah. Two game slates, just like Champions League coming up. That's right. Uh, unless you play Yahoo or pick them. Uh, both. Before we I'm jump into Champions League. Before we jump into Champions League, quick message from one of our sponsors. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When you're looking for a credit card, get one that wins awards. The U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card is NerdWallet's 2021 Best of Awards winner for Best 0% Intro APR and Balance Transfer Credit Card. It provides a great way to pay for large purchases over time, as well as consolidating other card balances. And speaking of award winners, the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card is NerdWallet's 2021 Best Credit Card for Dining Out or Ordering In. 
Earn four times points on takeout, food delivery, and dining. Get two times points at gas stations, grocery stores, and on streaming. If you're into cash back or travel rewards, U.S. Bank has credit cards that feature those benefits too. Check out their full suite of credit cards at usbank.com slash credit card. The creditor and issuer of these cards is U.S. Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from VCUSA, Inc., and the cards are available to United States residents only. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. You going back to Yahoo? I don't know. I'm horrible at Yahoo. That's not a reason to give up. Yeah, that is. Might if be. you, you lose your edge yeah. there. <laughs> I never had an edge to begin with. Um, I guess so. I mean, or maybe I'll play a tw- I'll play one line. Four games, low rake, probably overlay. Probably. What's to what's? Most of these games don't even matter. Like this is going to be stupid. What do you mean they don't matter? They matter. They they don't. None of these games matter. I would say st- don't play cash. If you're playing on DraftKings, please don't play cash. <clears throat> the cash two game slates. I mean, it's bad enough as it is, but these is now. Have you taken a look at the lines? I have. Have you taken a look at what the scores are? These these because this is the second leg. Mm-hmm. You tell you tell me who's, who's safe to take. There's no one. There's no one safe to take, Andrew. There's no one. I'm, okay, the first game, like the, the see. This is the problem. Uh, it's not a problem. Problem. Uh, I would. I would personally. Uh, I don't necessarily think Messi is a guaranteed play to you know to take. I don't disagree. Tomorrow, right? But that's the problem. That's what I'm saying. Like these, the closest game is Bayern Sevilla. Everything else is a is a is a garbage show. I mean, Real Madrid scored three away goals, three zero to Juventus. So Juventus has to come in to Madrid and score three without conceding. Yep. Okay. To force Roma, extra time. <laughs> right. To force extra time. Right. Uh, Man City have to do the same thing. That they're at home. At they're least. at home though. Yeah. Right. But three. They need to score three goals just to tie. And if they give up an away goal, they need to now score five goals. Right. I mean, if there's a team that could score five goals, though. True, that's probably correct. Liverpool, but it also could be Man City. And then you have Roma down four to one, three nothing. They win. They go through with. Sure do. Okay, so they're a little bit even better. But I mean, in these situations, it's not like they're down by one goal. It's not that they're down by by three goals means you start for a minute one at all out attack. Yeah. Right. There's so now I'm looking at the at the, the Tuesday slate going like. Like, Kolarov, I'm looking at, like, I'd rather play Eden Zeko than Messi. Right? That's not crazy. He's cheap, Zeko. Right. That is right. He's like, I saw he was like 6,300. 6, 6, right. He has to take, like, 17 shots. I mean, that, like, I don't see how this is not, like, that's not how you approach this slate. That I'm, why am I not taking three-man city players? And who cares about if Salah plays or not? I agree. I, I like it even more if Salah doesn't play. They look terrible right. without him. I'm looking to play three man city players and carries. Right? Um Terstegen, I'll play Zeko and Terstegen. I mean rather, when you're da- you're I down three goals. Allison, Allison's close enough to Carrius that I think you'd rather play Allison. Maybe, I don't know, but I but Barcelona ain't, do they need to shoot at all? No. And of all the teams in the, in this Tuesday slate of all the teams that could bog it down, I actually, it's kind of weird to say, I think Barcelona it's has Barcelona, a yeah. chance of that. I think Barcelona's midfield, I think they will approach that game as, uh, we're not going to bunker, because these teams don't bunker. Uh, but, like, Barcelona's just going to play keep away. Yep. As much as possible. Now, Roma's going to still probably get a ton of shots and crosses and whatever when they can get the ball. But I don't see Liverpool playing that way against Man City. Like, Liverpool plays best in space on the break. Yes. Like they'll the Liverpool I could see bunkering to play on the counter. Like we're going to we're going to just absorb 70% attack, give you the possession and then uh let you push up as enough and then Mane and Firmino and they're all it's all to the races at that point and Man City's defense isn't all that good. So it's like Liverpool could better score that way than like let's put Wijnaldum and Chan and Henderson and have them knock the ball around Mm -hmm. like that's much different than like Iniesta sure and Rakitic I mean like Barcelona's midfield versus uh, Liverpool's midfield is night and day yes and then especially if you have like Messi like okay come into the midfield with us right yeah (laughs) feel feel free to try to get possession from from this midfield and we'll just let the clock run out 
Like Liverpool can't do that against Man City. Yeah. That's why I look at Man City. I'm like, how do I not how do I not start my lineup with De Bruyne? I agree. Throw Aguero in there. Right. Whoever starts up top. Mm-hmm. Sane if he plays. Like I'm 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 looking at this going, how do I play anyone on Liverpool? How do I play literally, how do I play I tried to like can I play someone on Barcelona? It's like, no, no, that's not even if you're not playing Messi, who's worth it to play in Barcelona? I was gonna say you that's kind of the Barcelona thing always though. It's like, am I gonna play Messi? No, okay, I'm not playing Barcelona. Like, I just don't see you ever going from, like, Messi to Suarez and Cash. You could really try to trick yourself into, like, Rakitic if Dembele starts. But, like, you're never really wanting to play those guys. Right. But, I mean, for all those types of players, I'd rather play one on teams that need to score three goals. Yeah. If it was 2 not if these games were 2 nothing, I'd be more inclined to go both, you know, both sides. Mm-hmm. Kind of, like... Like two, they can come back in a normal flow of a game. That's what three is is ridiculous. It is. It's a lot. I mean, I mean, they're not giving up. So it's not like the Roma and, and Man City are going. Oh, we're just going to play the kids. You may see. I mean, you're not going to see that with Juventus. No. On Wednesday. I mean, these teams don't don't give up at this. Time. I mean, we've seen we saw what happened last year. Yeah. With PSG. Mm-hmm. So I mean, anything could happen. So I I think I think Man City. And also, you have to think in terms of, of goalkeepers, because it's weird. You could play you could play either side of this game, and they both have floors. Yep. Because of how the scoring, how the aggregate score is, I could see uh, Ederson getting the win points and Liverpool advancing. Yep. Right, because Man City win two to one. Ederson gets his five point win, but Liverpool advance. Yes. Yeah. Like you're getting the for goalkeepers, you're getting the points. And same for defenders. You know, you're getting the just for that single one game. So, like, you could play Allison and get the win, and Barcelona move through right. two to one, right? Right, like that that type of score. Mm-hmm. And you could say the same thing on on Wednesday. So that's why I said that that to me, the, how do you play cash? It's 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 nuts, though, because it's going to be all and all the totals are over three and three and a half for all of the games. So like uh, Roma Barcelona is at uh, a little over three, Man City Liverpool is at three and a half, Bayern Sevilla is at three and a half, Real uh, Madrid and Juventus is even three, and then if you take a look at the the Barcelona is a minus one fifty ish favorite, Man City is a minus two hundred ish favorite, Bayern is a minus four fifty ish favorite, and Madrid's a minus one sixty or so favorite. So you take a look at all of and those are specifically for this game, these games, for not this for the specific game, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Not like who's going to go through, right? So like Barcelona still is an away favorite, but they're Barcelona, right? But I could see fading Messi, but I could also see playing Messi because Messi could come into this game and score three goals, also, right? Sure, right. That's why, like on Wednesday, I would I would could be more can take players from the Bayern Sevilla game. Like how do you like? I know it's the Champions League, Andrew. But do you take Ronaldo? Yes. It's the Champions really? League. Because he's a selfish prick. Yes. Right. For that reason. Yes. Like they're up 3 nothing, and he's still going to play 90, 90 minutes. minutes and he's going to still try shots. to score. Yes. yes right. Yes. He's still going to. But they're going to play in a style where he's going to be able to do that? It'll be even better if Messi scores one or two on Tuesday. Oh, so you have to wait yes. until you see what happens. Yes. Yeah, but I'm just saying, is the rest of. Real Madrid, like not just him, gonna have that strategy as far as like, like, dude, they're up three nothing. Let's just not do anything stupid. Like Ronaldo will get his shots, sure, but not as many as you think. When the other ten got, when Casemiro is like, like I'm I'm hanging back here, so you ain't getting an outlet pass because I'm just worried about giving up a goal. Yeah, or I mean, Marcelo, it basically comes down to pushing up. whether you want to play Ronaldo or Lewandowski. It's minus four fifty, but this yeah. is why I'm horrible at Yahoo. I'm, I would play Lewandowski out of all the forwards in this state, and it, it, I'm going to lose because Ronaldo is going to score two, mm-hmm. and Messi is going to score one, and Lewandowski is going to score none, and Byron's still going to win. Well, on Yahoo, you also have Aguero and um, Salah. Like you have that game yeah, too. But I'm not playing Salah. No, you're not playing Salah. Right. I think Salah is a pretty pricing. solid GPP play, though. If he plays, yeah, we don't even know. I he's questionable. 
You think he plays? But if, if Salah's in and Milner's in, like, still, how do you play Salah? Like, you're playing him for a goal then. Sure. At the at his price? I can't play. How do you play Salah at that price? Which, Even which side are we talking Milner. about? Any site. <laughs> I mean, any site. I agree that you can't. You probably shouldn't play him. Certainly not in cash. Well, you should play cash. Maybe well, that's yeah, the well, that's why I look at this and I go, like, what's the cash strategy? Like, it's it's going to be all goal-based. All of this stuff you're playing because teams are down by so much. Like, like the set piece, like, in a tip, if this, if this was, there was no aggregate score, then it would make, you would look at the first slate and go, okay, you take, you take Messi for sure. Yeah. Right? You, you look at the second slate and go, you take Ronaldo pretty much for sure at home. Right? But now you once you, once the, they're they're up by three goals, you go. The other team's going to just have to put on an onslaught, even if even if they don't even score. Zeko could have fifteen points without a goal in that game, right? Sure. Aguero, if Aguero starts, I mean, he could he'd have twelve points, and KDB could have KDB could have twenty two points without a goal or an assist <laughs> in this game if Liverpool seed possession seventy percent. I mean, you could see three or Man City players putting up 15-plus points in peripherals. Sure. I'm only talking, really talking about peripherals here. It's just that the peripherals would seem so much more on the side of the teams that need to, like, we're going to need to shoot 25 times this game because we need to get three goals. And everyone on the other side is playing a counter. So, like, the set-piece takers on the other side, why do I care so much about them? The set piece takers on the on the teams that need to attack, I take a look and I go, how do I I I plug Kolarov in in a half a second? Where do you fall on Pjanic? Because Dybala's out. On this side, well, Juventus has to push up, so I don't I don't necessarily mind Pjanic. That see, that's sort of the weird thing is that we're like you definitely want to take the set piece takers from the teams that have to come back. Right. Pjanic is theoretically like a monopoly, and we're like, eh. No, no, I, I said I don't mind. I said that that's probably what I would do. Mm-hmm. Especially without, I mean, that makes it even more, like, you, you're not going to see Marchese, you're not going to see these defensive midfielders in for Juventus. They need to score three goals. Pjanic is going to play like almost as a 10, practically. Yeah, will have to. So I don't mind him then, right? Like, who else is playing? No one. Who else could, Douglas who else could play maybe? in the center? Not in the center. No, 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 not center. You're not going to see no, no, Quadrado no. in the center. You're not going to see Manzucci. That's what I said. Without Dybala, like, who, who are you going to see? My, my thought there, was if no there was no Dybala, maybe I don't want any Juventus. Oh, okay. Well, that's. But they're still going to try to score. I mean, they're not just going to just roll sure, over. Sure, Right? On Yahoo, but it, because we have the four-game slate, you basically have three forwards to choose of all of these guys that we've talked about. Um, it seems like Lewandowski and Aguero, if he starts, are pretty easy. Who do you think you would be your third amongst Messi, Ronaldo? Zacco. Yeah, Jacko. Zacco. Yeah. And then I'd pay up in midfield for KDB. Mm-hmm. You like Jacko more than Iguain? Yeah. I do too. Just asking. Higuain is more of a like they're both they're both classic. They're, it's kind of Higuain doesn't shoot enough. Zeko has has no. I mean, when Roma get into the mode of we need to score goals, it is literally just like whenever you get the ball, one pass, second pass to Zeko, one or a cross or something. That's why I look at Kolarov Zeko uh, and go like it's going to be that like yeah. ninety minutes of that one thing. Over and over and over. <laughs> like, don't take don't take Strootman, right? Don't 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 look no, for Pellegrini, no. right? Don't look for any of that. Like Zeko is going to play ninety minutes, and you, you, he's going to put up nine shots, and five of the shots of the nine are shots that are like Opta could barely call shots. <laughs> it's like because it's a ball that hits his head that just deflected and went over the end line. You know, like the. Or, you know, like a miffed hit and the goalkeeper, you know, gets a tip on it. Like, really stupid sh- shots. That's on goal. exactly that's, what you want, a little tip from the goalkeeper. Right, but that's, but that's, have you watched? That's, that's kind of what he does. Yeah. 
But Higuain is more like uh, I could, he's more like like Cavani, mm-hmm. someone that that either that gets open, gets the ball, and then misses, <laughs> right? Or scores, or one of the two. I mean, we pegged that in the Slack chat where with the where the uh, what John Joe we scored a goal the, the, on Saturday and he had less than twelve. Yeah, points. it's like uh, like what, what are we call him at the Johnson. No, no, that's the Cavani. That's, the Cavani, that's always yeah. been the Cavani, right? Scores a goal and gets nine points. Like, how does that work out? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> but maybe Man City plays uh, Jesus and Aguero together. I, it's possible. Right? At that point, then it's time to blow your head off. Especially for the two games late. It's still very much Aguero for me, though. Yeah, but I, I would agree. But, I mean, Jesus would make a fine GPP play. Sure. They all would make fine GPP plays. Because yeah. that's all you really should be playing. It's going to be a mess like this. Right? I mean, you can't. I mean, yeah, sure, if you want to play double-ups. But, I mean, you're... You're you're not playing it. If you're gonna play double ups on these slates, you have to think in terms of like expected value on goals more so than like where's my floor? There's no floors. There's gonna be goals scored, and they're all goal scorers. And like like what's Messi's? If you really take a look, what's Messi's floor? His floor is is that he scores in nearly every game. Yeah. Right. So it's like if if this so happens to be the game that he doesn't score. He doesn't pay off his salary, but he scores so much that his floor is like a point eight expected goals anytime. So you play him and hope that this is the game where he scores and he also gets eight peripheral points and whatever. Or this is the game he scores five goals in. Right. It could be one of those. And if it's the game with five goals and you don't have them, you're dead. I don't think this is the game, but who knows? But actually, if Man City start with the, uh, Jesus and Guerrero, I mean, the, the pivot to me would be to play both of them together and not De Bruyne. Wow. Or you play the three up front. Like if Jesus plays for Sterling and Sané's up there, you just play all three of them. Or you just don't play any of them. <laughs> maybe the, the maybe maybe you play Salah. Yeah, it's you actually Salah, Mane, Firmino you should be playing. But all but all, see, we're talking about these guys. These are all goal-scoring guys. These, we're not going, well, should you play Mane? Because his floor is like two. Yeah. Or or Firmino, his floor is three. Right? Like, all these guys have, like, no floors. And you look at Man City, they naturally... Like, Man City looks better down 3 nothing because they will actually have to play. Right. Like, in, in a more desperation style of soccer than they normally would where it's like, no, we don't want to be... We don't want to be like cavemen and just cross the ball. We want to do, you know, fluid football that gets you no daily fantasy points <laughs> uh, until the goal gets scored. Uh, but down 3 nothing, you may see more standard-style football. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. But, I, you know, I'm going gonna, I'll, I'll pl- I'm gonna, I'm gonna to play that lineup on Yahoo. Lewandowski, uh, Zeko, and, and Aguero. And it's just going to be like, it's going to be like, if you just came out of the out of space and didn't know what time period this was or anything or who teams are or anything, and you're like, uh, look at this slate, who do you play? It's like I don't know, uh, Messi and Ronaldo, and that like that's the way, and that's what Messi's going to score two and Ronaldo's going to score two, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to look at that lineup going like like why why am I overthinking this? <laughs> it's like the two best players in the world, and they it's the Champions League, so just plug them in and whatever happens happens. And, they're going to score. Uh, Pick'em, I assume, will have both oh, of them God, in there. do pick'em analysis? I just want to know who you'd take between Ronaldo or Messi or Lewandowski or Aguero, if you could pick one. And pick'em? I assume I'm, that's I'm the top the... tier. Maybe Salah gets oh, thrown you, in. You, is, 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 I mean, do you look? I it's mean, not open yet. Let's see. Oh, it's not open no. yet? They don't even have it open yet. Unless... Uh, Probably... <clears throat> It wasn't. Lewandowski. I mean, I'm going to go with the, the highest goal scoring odds at home. I mean, what? Why wouldn't I? Nope. It opened up while we were podcasting. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Ronaldo, Messi, Lewandowski, Aguero, KDB. Ooh, no Salah. Ooh. KDB would be the cash play. Quote cash play. Uh huh. He's the only one out of all of them that I mean could make value without a goal. Yep. I I see. I'm I'm conservative. I play KDB. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, out of all the other ones, I'd still play Lewandowski. Okay. Uh, tier 2, we might as well just go through it now. 
Salah, Sandra Wagner, who's not going to play, Muller, Suarez, James, Jesus, and Robin. Whoever's on bottom. Yeah, you love Robin. So it's Robin, James, or Muller. Oh, it's going to be James or Robin. And if they both start? I may not look at either of them. <laughs> it depends if, like, if I play KDB in the Tier 1, then I'm going to play Hamas or Robin. Right, right. If I play Lewandowski in Tier 1, then I may move off and not play two Bayern players. But most likely, I'd give in and play De Bruyne in Tier 1. So I'll probably play Hamas or Robin in Tier 2. Right. All right. Are we going through all of it? I don't know. Do you? No, want we don't to? need to do that. <clears throat> okay, but there there are other people in those tiers, and you're probably going to get down to tier six, and you're going to be like, like half of these people aren't playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one guy that and, that is actually in tier six that we probably should at least casually mention because he is a set piece taker for a team that needs to come back is Ever Benega. Oh, yeah, didn't play in back. the first leg. Right. Maybe he's priced down in the classic slate. But that's the only game where, like, it, like, I don't even mind Benega in that game. Versus, like, if I had to choose between Benega and Kroos, like, I, t- I still uh, I t- take Benega because he's probably going to be, like, like 1500 cheaper than like Kroos. And I don't know what the prices for the Wednesday are yet because they're not out. But I would expect Real Madrid being favored at home, Tony Kroos would be, like, 7500 7300 something, some, something around there. And Sevilla being a plus eleven hundred underdog away to Bayern, Benega is going to be like, but the fifty two hundred. The comparison is not to Tony Cruz; it's to Pjanic. It's Benega or Pjanic. I know, but in classic, you play both. So you'd play both of them. I play Pjanic and Benega. Okay. Sure, yeah. if they're going to be cheap, if they're going to be cheap, that it, it all has to do relative to the price. Like, like, I look at Tony Cruz at his price and go, how many set pieces are Madrid going to get when Juventus is going to be attacking all game? Right. Sevilla-Bayern is going to be a closer game, only because the score is closer. So I don't mind. Like, Bayern goes up one nothing. Like, that's still, like, Sevilla could still come back from that. Sevilla could still go out and try to score a goal. I mean, like, this game could be normal. Yeah, I mean, it's not so that, that. I mean, 2 one's not that huge of a lead, even if both of them were no. away goals. Right. But enough so that if Benega is going to be like 5K, 5,500, something like that, you could fit him. Pjanic, at that being an underdog, probably will end up being like 6,400 or something. You could fit them both in midfield spots, and then you could go up and take Lewandowski, and you could even take Lewandowski. You'd go Lewandowski-Ronaldo probably and do something like that. Yeah. Or an MF, you know, James or Robin. I'm just saying that the way the construction works that I'd re- like. Once you take Kroos at uh, what likely is going to be a 7K price, like it prices you add up so many other things. Right, right. Okay. Now, in, in, in the tier format, pick them. Who knows who's in tier six? I could be in tier six. <laughs> you could be in two. It's not that bad. Benega's the... in tier six. That's why I brought okay, him up. But he's probably in there, probably with Marcelo or something like that. Um, He is in, now that you're making me. No, uh, you get Carvajal, not. Marcelo. Okay. Marcelo made it to... Uh, Tier 5. I don't even see Marcelo anywhere. Oh, there he is. Yeah, this, Tier 5. Sorry. <clears throat> this is how great Pickham is, right? He got promoted. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tier 6 is Ben Yedder, Milner, Carvajal, Gundogan, Casemiro, Quadrado, <laughs> Oxlade-Chamberlain, Rakitic, Paulinho, Vidal. Half of those players may not even play. Right. That's why it's a little bigger. Right. And then also, you'd, if you pick someone from the second day, make sure there's someone else there also. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. That's, okay. Pick them. Pick them. All right. If anybody has any follow questions, you can find Jordan on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. I am at Rotowire Andrew. Thank you to Starting Eleven for sponsoring the podcast. And we will be back Thursday to discuss all of this Champions League fun and preview next weekend's Premier League action. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.